Hello, I am back for episode two of my podcast, which, as a matter of fact, yesterday I just came up with the name, and I believe it fits perfectly. My podcast is now called 16 and Bald. It's kind of a knockoff of 16 and Pregnant, but it turns out that uh, one thing that people know me by is my bald head. And it just so happens that 16 is when that all began. I started balding at 16 years old in high school. All because I believe what jinxed me was I, it was the last day of school, 10th grade. I had a teacher named Mr. Romer. He was a biology teacher. I love that guy. He was like, I thought he was a great teacher. And I wanted to be like him. But his hair, he was like bald up top and just the hair going around the side of his head, kind of like the whole horseshoe thing. So on the last day of school, I thought I'd be cute and shave just the top of my head and keep the rest of the hair around my head. And it was funny when I went to school and I actually had him on my last day. And I believe because of that, jinxed me. And ever since then, my hair has been running away from my face. But it's who I am today. And people tell me I can pull it off. And I better be able to because there is no way in hell I'm growing hair on top of my head again. When I do, it's all patchy and thin. And I kind of look like I just came out of chemo or something. That's kind of harsh to say. I apologize. But that's just what I look like. So... I'm going to be bald for the rest of my life. And I guess I have to be okay with that. So anyways, last week I was in New York City. And the whole reason we went up was, for those of you who don't know, I do what is called a dodge at Marguerite's Academy of Dance. And her son... Marguerite's son, Jeremy, lives in New York, and he created this musical that he had hoped to get on Broadway. And he uh, basically had, like, a demo of what the play would be, and there's a whole bunch of investors there that he was hoping would see and pick it up so that they can basically provide the funds that they need to make this a Broadway play, which would be awesome. So we were there for, that was the main reason we were there. And then of course, like I mentioned for the Adage, we actually performed the day before. So that was pretty cool. That was the second time that we as an Adage team went up and performed in New York City. But it was an interesting trip, to say the least. When we first got on the bus at 7 a.m. on Monday, just trying to find a seat where all of us guys, like me, Andrew, Jesse, and Chad, can sit together. And I walked all the way to the back of the bus, and I kind of got trapped back there. And in the very last seat... They were open, but one of the seats had a huge bag of pillows. 
in it. But I didn't know what to do with them. So I sat there, and I was going to sit by myself if there was a seat open, I guess, and just leave the bag of pillows next to me. So I had something to lay on for seven hours. But then somebody told me to move the pillow, so I gave them to somebody. I don't even remember who it was. And then there was no other open seats together. So all of us, at least the other three guys, were in the same area, and I was way in the back by myself. And then I had some guy I've never seen before or met in my entire life come back and sit with me. So I didn't even get to sit alone. But I was in the back corner of the bus next to the toilet away from my friends. But it, being stuck on a bus for seven hours, I made it a thing to try to get to know this guy next to me. And he actually turned out to be a pretty cool guy. He was the... Um, the main reason he went was to videotape the storm as they were performing this demo. But he also performed our uh, performance the night before. But at least he was a cool guy. It wasn't weird. So his name's Rob. I apologize. I don't remember the name of his company. But if anyone needs any work done, he does like weddings and stuff. Shout out to Rob get him some work but for seven hours I was stuck in the corner of this bus and I'm a big guy and I didn't really know this guy I tried to get to know him but the whole ride I sat with my arms crossed because I'd be like my left right my right arm would just be on top of him and that'd be uncomfortable and I didn't want to do that and I'm sure he didn't want it either so when we finally got off the bus I mean, we made two stops, but my arms, like, hurt just because I was crossed then the entire ride, and it sucked. But then we got there. We got to the hotel. And as soon as you walk off the bus, you can just feel the heat. I thought Erie was bad with humidity. <sighs> New York City's on a whole other level. Yeah, they get humidity like us, but with so many, so much concrete and so many tall buildings, you don't get a breeze. And just the concrete just soaks up the heat and you just instantly start sweating. As soon as you walk, as soon as we walked off the bus, I was sweating. As soon as you walked out of any building, onto the street, sweat. And I hated it. So we get to the hotel room. And we go up to it, and those of you who don't know us, Jesse's the smallest of the four of us. The four guy, four of us, uh, room together, and we're not the smallest people. Me, Andrew, and Chad are fairly big. We're probably the three biggest guys that do a dodge. Maybe Nick, but Nick didn't go. But we were the three biggest guys that did a dodge there in New York City. And our hotel room had two double beds. Double. Which one of us can sleep in a double by ourselves comfortably. So that was the first thing wrong with the hotel room. And then I went to go hang up my suit and my uh, I guess you can call them costumes, but they're not really costumes. But my, my other clothes for our dance numbers in the closet, 
and our closet doesn't even fit a hanger completely in. About a quarter of it hangs outside of the door. So you can't close the door of the closet. It's just always open. I got to silence my phone. Hang on a second. So with all of our stuff in there, the door doesn't close. And every time you open up the door to the hotel room, it's just banging and it's just awful. And then it seemed like they didn't even clean the hotel room. The beds were made. I think that's all they did. Because on my side of the bed, there was crumbs everywhere. It wasn't for me because I just got there. But even the sheets weren't even that clean because... As we're doing inspections ourselves, so like no bed bugs or anything like that, Chad discovered that there's markings on the sheets on his bed. So that didn't sit well. The AC wasn't working. The machine itself was getting freezing cold, but it was blowing nothing out. So the four of us are pouring down sweat. It's bringing back horrible memories. And then what else happened? Oh, internet. They said that you don't have to pay for internet, but every time you go to sign up, it says there's like a fifteen ninety five fee per day. So we didn't even use the internet then. And that pissed us off. So later, Chad had to do work when we got there, so we stayed in the hotel room. Me, Andrew, and Jesse just kind of like wandered off around the hotel room. And I don't know what set it off. I think it was the work that Chad had to do. Kind of got pissed off. So he finally went down to bitch about everything. Well, first, yeah, when we bitched, we wanted a new room. And they told us, sorry, we're booked. There's a waiting list like 24 deep. Of people waiting for a room. And then. He just kept going to the front desk. And giving him his two cents. So I said alright. We'll send a maintenance guy up with you. Check out your AC. So we can at least get that going. So Chad went up. With the maintenance guy. And I guess they pulled the filter out. And he said there was just. Mold and dust. And it was covered. And disgusting. So with that being said, they cleaned it off. And then what do you know? They said, well, I guess there is a room that you could move into. So you can go and check it out if you want. But if you stay in this room for one night, tomorrow we can put you into a suite. So they gave him a key to check out this other room that they said wasn't, that they didn't have open. Which was a lie. Which... I understand why they have to do that or else they'd be giving new rooms to everybody. I get it, but that's besides the point. So we go and check it up or check it out and the AC was working, but it was like the exact same size the closet had the same problem. So we decided we're going to tough it out one night, sleep in that room, and then we'll get moved to a seat the next day. So we did. And when Chad went down to talk back to the front desk. That was a whole new crew there because this was like midnight, one o'clock in the morning, something like that. So 
something that the first shift people were definitely not there. And then they, I don't remember what exactly happened, but we weren't going to get a sweep. We were going to get a, a deluxe, they called it, which I think is just a tad bigger. And maybe the closet is not the depth of a Pop-Tart. I don't know. But we weren't going to stand for it. So we just kept bitching about it. And then what do you know? There's a suite that opened up for us. So then we get to the suite. And it was a king-size bed and a pull-out uh, couch bed, which doesn't sound ideal, but it actually was not that bad. I actually stayed in it the rest of the time there. Only because it was right next to the working AC, which I sweat like a pig at night if I don't if I'm not freezing. So I had to stay there. And there was a lot more room because we're all big guys and it was just so much better. And then I mentioned the whole internet thing. They actually gave us their password to the hotel's personal Wi-Fi instead of the guest Wi-Fi. So that was pretty cool. But the best part about the whole thing in this new room, it came with a bidet. And if you don't know what a bidet is, basically, that's a little hose to clean your butthole after you take a shit. Boy, was it awesome. Ah! My butthole never felt so clean after taking a shit. It was great. I want one now. Except you had to do it by hand. There's some that I guess come out and squirt you. But you had to grab the hose, lift everything up, and go in between your legs, and then hopefully you're spraying the right thing. But it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. So it got made up, and I believe they actually dropped the price for a hotel cheaper than the rate that Marguerite was given, so that ended up working out, but our first hotel room was shit. So what else we got going on here in New York? So we stayed in Midtown. Literally only like three to five blocks away from Times Square. And that city, at least in Midtown, it's disgusting. There's so much garbage everywhere. And then with the heat from the you know humidity and everything is just cooking all this garbage. There's literally mountains of garbage. I've seen piles of garbage taller than me just on the side of the road and on the sidewalks. So the stench in downtown or midtown, sometimes you just want to puke. You just feel greasy. You feel dirty. Outside of all the sweat. Awful. But with them, when we went, uh, actually, let me backtrack. I got sidetracked there. The traffic's also crazier in Midtown. And the first, from Monday night through Tuesday, we've seen two accidents. And actually, right outside of our hotel room, we saw a bicycle just ride his bike right in the back of a car. And then nobody stopped to exchange information or anything. Everybody just kept going like it was a regular thing. The traffic and the bicycles 
is exactly like you see in the movies. It is absolutely horrendous. I could never live there. I don't know how the people that do live there live there. Awful. I know I'm probably sounding like a hater at this point, but New York City, mid, especially Midtown, you need to get your shit together. This is unreal. I've never – even when we were there back in 2009, I don't remember being this gross. Maybe I just don't remember. I don't know, but it was foul. What else happened? Oh, so transportation. Let me get there. All we did, we did Uber most of the time, and then just the last Wednesday, we did take the subway just because there's a whole bunch of us. And everything I thought was okay, but it wasn't perfect. Like, I actually made a list of pros and cons of each. For the Uber, it was cleaner and quicker, but it really wasn't even that quick. The studio we had to perform at was 1.6 miles away, and it took us about 20 minutes to get there every single time we went. Just that, going back to that traffic, awful. <laughs> and everyone kept saying, for I mean, some people took the subway over to where we performed, and they were saying how hot it was down there. I don't know, because... I was sweating my balls off in these Ubers. I don't know. I mean, every we got picked up by like people, Middle Eastern people, who didn't understand a lick of English, but I didn't understand that at first. So in the one Uber we were in, I mean, Chad had to sit up front, and it was me, Jesse, and Andrew in the back. And we don't fit in the back of any of these vehicles. I don't know if they're smaller in New York. I have no idea. But we're literally on top of each other, and the three of us are just sweating back there. So the one ride, I kept trying to make it super obvious that I'm hot. But like, boy, I wish I could feel the air. And it's so hot in here. But I guess the driver doesn't understand English, and I didn't get the concept of that. Because I was hoping that he would hear it and be like, oh, let's turn the AC up to cool him down. Now, I think it was hotter in that Uber than it was actually outside, which is crazy to me because it was so hot outside so then when we got in on the subway and all I heard was subway's so hot there's it's underground it's hot whatever and actually I didn't think it was that bad compared to all these Ubers that we were taking I really didn't think it was bad but if you hear subway stories there's always something weird going on. I've heard stories of people pissing on the subway. I've heard a story of a lady just puked on the ground and then just acted like nothing happened. There's nothing crazier than this story, at least that I've heard, was there was this group of guys. I don't They were on the subway for something the night before, and there was this woman who fell asleep had a whole bunch of groceries and they were just they kind of like fell over so it was like oranges rolling everywhere and whatever and they took the subway home they live in New York City and then the next morning the one guy I guess had to go to work took the same train and that woman was still there sleeping with the groceries she never moved maybe she was dead I don't know I don't think they know but you see some weird shit on the subways 
But luckily, we didn't see anything crazy like that. We just kept having guys go up and down the aisles begging for money, which you will literally get that everywhere in New York. People begging for money and homeless people. and So, yeah, that was that. So, not really much happened. I mean, we were pretty busy. I mean, Monday we got there kind of late, so we just explored. Tuesday we performed at 1.30 in the afternoon. So when we got up, all we did was just pack our stuff. We got, grabbed breakfast across the street at a place called Koozie's, I think it was. And they have this, like what they call squaggle. It's a square bagel. But it was a jalapeno and cheddar bagel with steak and eggs on it with like provolone cheese might be one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had that thing was unreal and it was cheap which is rare for New York City everything's so freaking expensive up there but anyways Tuesday we just grabbed that breakfast packed our stuff because we were going to move to the suite we went and performed and then we came back Oh, we actually went... Oh, sorry. We didn't go back yet. We went to a burger place that Jeremy took us to, one that he likes. And there was maybe 20-some of us there. And when the waitress started taking our orders, we told her... Excuse me. That not all of us, but a bunch of us are going to be on our own checks. And she says, you know what? I'm going to put it all in as one, and then when it's time to go, I'll divide it into your individual checks. And we're all kind of like, we didn't say this, but we we're thinking like, you sure you want to do that? There's a lot of us here. But she did it anyways. And we ended up being there for between two and three hours because she just could not get the concept of who had what, who's individual, who's actually together on a check. And we were there forever, and we were all pissed off. I feel bad because she was a nice girl, but, I mean, come on. You, when you see a big party like that, it's I think it's just easier to just... You're by yourself? All right, mark it down. These four people are on the same check? Sure. Feel like it's much easier that way instead of doing it all together and then breaking apart because some people order more things than others and you don't want you know that pissed us all off and then all we did Tuesday night was just kind of hang out I ended up breaking away and walking around Times Square by myself I just I feel like I, at this at that point, all I did was sit in the hotel room or go to the studio where we performed. And this was an expensive trip. It was not cheap at all. And I just couldn't come around to just being in the hotel again. So I just, it was a spur of the moment thing. I had to get out. So then I walked down to Times Square and I spent probably a good hour and a half, two hours there. Just getting, I don't want to call it fresh air, but I'm enjoying my vacation, I guess you could say, instead of seeing the inside of this hotel. I needed it. 
because I was texting Ashley, and I was just, I don't know why I was so mad, but I needed it. I needed to get out. I just feel like, I just felt like I spent all this money, and I wasn't having a vacation. It's, I don't know if it's weird, but I needed to get out, and I, I just wanted to explore, but then thankfully, Wednesday, Wednesday, all the girls in dance, they were taking, I guess what it's called, master classes. Some teachers in New York City would come to the hotel and teach them different dances or whatever. So all, none of the guys did it. So all of us guys got together, and then we were going to go downtown and go see, like, um, the World Trade Center Memorial, Freedom Tower. We ended up seeing, from a distance... Statue of Liberty, which I didn't see the last time, which was pretty cool. Things like that. So then we took the subway down, and like I said, it really wasn't bad at all. I didn't think. And the only crazy people were begging for money. So then we got down to Ground Zero area, and it was cool. I don't, okay, maybe cool is not the right word. It's something we all wanted to see. And it just, it had an eerie feeling just because of everything that happened. And then you're just kind of, I, I can't explain it. It just, it, it felt strange to be down there. I'm glad I went. But it just, it felt weird. So then we, uh, after that, we walked into this, like, food court area or whatever, and we just kind of, like, hung out there because we were on our feet for a while at this point. And then I haven't even touched Pokemon Go, but I guess Andrew and Christian were playing Pokemon Go, and there was a Pikachu with an ash hat. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was a New York City thing, but... So I pulled out my Pokemon Go, and I had to co go catch Pikachu. Why is that relevant to this story? It is not. I just kind of felt like telling you. So I have a Pikachu with the ash hat, even though I haven't touched Pokemon Go in like a year. Anyways, let's continue the story. I forgot where I was. Oh, and then we walked along the waterfront, and we saw the Statue of Liberty from a distance. That was pretty cool. And then... We got back on the subway and we headed towards Central Park. And around Central Park is the Trump Tower and the Trump Hotel. And of course, Central Park. So we got off there. First thing we see is the Trump Hotel. Then we went to go walk around Central Park. And literally Central Park is the only place in New York City that has grass. At least in Manhattan. So it was such a relief to just take a deep breath and breathe in the smell of grass. Oh, it's fantastic. Because everything else just smells like shit. Except for downtown. Downtown was not as trashy as Midtown. I don't know what's wrong with Midtown. Get your shit together. Be like downtown. So we're hanging out in Central Park. And we just found this big rock. 
and we're just kind of hanging out on that, just enjoying the outside, enjoying the weather. It was really nice the whole time we were there. And then we started walking, and all of a sudden, this Asian guy who I don't know what his deal was, but it looked like he was handing these things out. I don't know. They're like, the best way I could describe it is like some fancy looking business card. I don't know what it was. So I grabbed it from him, thinking he was just handing these out. And then he gave me a bracelet he was wearing. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. So I started walking away. And then the guy starts chasing me. And I keep turning around and being like, why are you chasing me? And I couldn't get away from him. And finally, someone's like, I think he wants money. So I was like, ah, no money for you. So I threw everything back at him. And I'm pretty sure he cast some ninja spell on me. And I freaked everybody out. I'm sorry. I thought he was just handing the stuff out. And then from there, I guess it was within walking distance to our hotel. So after all that nonsense, we, just, we actually walked to the Nintendo store. And that was kind of cool, but I, I expect a little more. And then we went back to the hotel after that. So we were out from like 10 a.m. till that was almost like 4 o'clock, between 3 and 4. So it was a long day, long day in the sun. So all I wanted to do was take a shower and just like lay down because that night is when um, the storm was having their, their thing performing in front of all the investors that we were invited to. So then that happened and the storm was absolutely fantastic. It was a it was over a two-hour-long show, like the full length. And Jeremy had to condense it down probably to about an hour. But you still got the gist of the whole thing, and it was awesome. So I'm not sure what came about of it, but I hope some investors picked it up, and I hope this thing is finally going to move forward because it's been about 10 years, 9, 10 years since he created it. Yeah. And then we came home Thursday, which happened to be my birthday. So I thought I was going to spend seven hours on a bus on my birthday. But <laughs> nope. Make that like 10 to 11 hours. It took us two goddamn hours to get out of the New York City, New Jersey area. Two hours. Bumper to bumper traffic. Oh, and might I point out? Our driver of the bus was a prick. I don't know about any of you, but if you're in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, do you actually, like, hit the gas and then slam on the brake? The whole time, everybody on the bus is just rocking back and forth because he keeps hitting the gas and slamming on the brake in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. I don't know what the hell this guy was thinking, but everybody's getting pissed. And then it was getting super hot in the bus. And then he said something like the AC's not working or you have to be like moving for the AC to work. I don't know what bullshit excuse he gave. I don't remember. But it was awful. And then we made our first stop and we finally got out of the city at a rest area. 
walking off the bus, you can see the temperatures. And the driver had his temperature at 64, just for the driver. And then it said passengers was 72. So once we all saw that, everybody was pissed. So then we're saying, we told Marguerite to tell him he needs to turn that shit down because we are all sweating on the bus. Like, I'm okay with meeting at 68. 68 for the driver and the rest of the bus, it'll all be cool. He finally did it. I don't know why, if he was saving gas or something. Hell, I would have paid for gas if that's what you were worried about. I hate being hot. It was a pain. But then we got home. I don't even remember what time it was. But it was way later than we were expected to be there. And all I wanted to do was see Ashley and see my dad. It was my birthday. I was able to do both of those. But by the time I got home, I crashed. And I slept until 10.30. And that is rare for me. Sleeping in for me is 9 o'clock. I was so exhausted. Every night was go to sleep at 3 a.m., wake up at 8 or 9. So I needed it. Needed to sleep. So that was my trip to New York City. I wish there was like better stories. I could have told. But it was just busy. Took a week of vacation. And it still felt like I was working, kind of. But it is what it is. I didn't have to, don't have to work for eight or nine days. Today's my last day. I go back tomorrow. But it was like an up and down. Some The parts that were great were awesome. And then the parts that sucked really sucked. But I'm good to be back. Good to start episode two. And I've actually had more feedback on this whole podcast thing than I anticipated. Way more. So thank you for everybody who's listening. Awesome. I got another microphone for my birthday, so now I have three microphones. Still, if anybody wants to come in and talk, I'll be more than happy to. We can just bullshit. Don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll talk about something. I felt like there was more I was going to say, but I don't remember. But it's already almost 35 minutes. So I think I'm going to end this. Um, yeah. So, this is my podcast number two about my trip to New York City. Like I said, I have a name, 16 and bald. I think it fits me perfectly. And with the football season coming up, I'm a huge football fan, especially the Browns. I think everybody knows that. I was thinking, should I do a sports podcast? Because I could talk on there forever about sports, mainly football. Or should I just do it on here? I don't really know what to do. I'll make a decision at some point. But, okay, I think it's time to go. I hope everybody listens, enjoys. Yeah, come on. If anybody wants to talk on here, I got three microphones. We'll, we'll have a fun time. I'm enjoying myself a lot. So, yeah. 
Adios. Zip it up and zip it out, everybody.